0: All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Raw and Unscripted. My name is Jake. And I'm Dominic. Today, we're going to get after it a little bit. We're just coming off Father's Day. Happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. That's right. We love you. We do indeed. My own personal father, love you too. Happy Father's Day, Dad. Um, let's start us off with a little bit of quick news. What do you say, Dom? Sure. I'm with it. What do you have today for quick news, Dom? Uh,
1: not a ton, um, but here we... You know, getting started, We, the most um, popular news uh, of the last day or two has been uh, just more rumors circulating on Dak Prescott and his contract situation. He's expected to sign the franchise tag, or the exclusive franchise tag, that basically says they, they have to get a, a long-term deal done by July 15th. Dak wants a deal more like three or four years, and the Cowboys are looking for more of a long-term deal. Security in the deal. If they're well, gonna
0: didn't him. they offer him a contract recently?
1: Yeah, the well, the most off the most recent contract offer was five years, one seventy-five, I think. And isn't that
0: going to make him the highest paid? He, yeah, exactly. He turned it down. He didn't. Apparently, he didn't
1: turn it down yet. But oh, so it's still like pending. But that was like that was like a couple weeks ago when they officially offered that contract. So apparently, it's still on the table because he hasn't like he hasn't declined it. He hasn't been like no.
0: Gotcha. He just wants to. Because renegotiate. apparently, because
1: that's what these recent reports are are saying too, is that he's coming around to the franchise tag and accepting it. So I think in general he's coming around to their offers and what they want, and they're they're they're, they're meeting more in the middle now because originally they wanted like seven years and he wanted three. Yeah. But now it's going to be more
0: like four or five.
1: I think the money seems to be pretty. You know, I
0: think, quarter, I go. think they need to sign him. They need to get it done.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, if it was, if I was the Cowboys, I would just
0: probably let him go. And nah, I would buck up and save pay him thirty million. And, no, I'm gonna buck up and pay him. I'm gonna, I'm gonna fight you on this one. I think they've got a few weapons and pieces around him. I think right now is their time to to get after. He's a very competent quarterback.
1: Oh, he's, of course he's competent. He's, but he's, but he's not worth thirty million dollars. He like. I see him more of as like Yeah, but a,
0: spend the thirty mil now, go after the ring and see where it goes. They
1: already but once they spend that money, like like if they do this, they won't be able to go trade for Jamal Adams and sign him. Because they won't have enough money to do that. So what I'm saying is which is which I understand is probably not going to happen. I I and my expectation is that Dak will sign a like a four year, five year deal.
0: You think he'll be the highest paid quarterback?
1: Yeah. Probably at this point, at I this think point, it needs to happen. I, I think it's just gonna happen. Not, I don't th- agree well, I think with it. I think it should happen.
0: I don't know if he deserves to be the highest-paid quarterback, but he deserves to be. He deserves a big contract, and I think he deserves to be the quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys.
1: I could get behind that. It's just like you, with what comes with Dallas Cowboys, and you know the way that quarterback contracts are now, et cetera. Like he's gonna get more money than he deserves, deserves which I understand yeah, because you, ha- be true. you have to overpay nowadays for like a guy like that, you know, and especially,
0: well, I think he's proven to be like their guy in Dallas.
1: Yeah. I, I, I like deck. I just don't think that. Yeah. I mean, not like I said, they have to overpay. Like if they want to get him, they have to overpay. And that's just the nature of the league right now. And they
0: already have overpaid and he's not, he wasn't having it. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. Yeah.
1: Well, it is crazy. Like they signed Andy Dalton and. I can't help but think that they could just win not like they could win nine or ten games with Andy Dalton and well if they had Dak like would they win eleven maybe like I don't know like I just don't know what the difference is there I don't see it as like as big as maybe everyone else does I don't know I think I think worthy difference. of the money you mean yeah just like in general like how like how much better will their team be if it's Dak or if it's Andy Dalton. And if the and hypothetically, if it was someone like Andy Dalton, like who's their current backup, or it was someone like maybe they trade for James Winston, which would be really interesting. uh, It would be cheaper for them like as a whole. And they could look into a trade for Jamal Adams and like sign him to a long term deal. I think if they did that, that'd be like a big F you to Dak. I don't. Why does that matter? Is I don't know it, why, but I,
0: Dak has been there. He's been, he's been with Dallas, and I think, I think their relationship is, is good besides this discrepancy with the money.
1: Well, you're right, and I think – I don't know. I think if you can say that that would be a big FU to Dak, I think at the same time you could also say that Dak's throwing a big FU at the Cowboys because he knows, especially considering the fact that in the last year they've had to lock down Zeke and they just locked down Amari. He knows that they had to do that. And he knows that they want to compete. And he's their
0: third piece to be locked down. I know, but
1: why can't he just take, like, I don't want to say take a back seat, but, like, you know what I mean? Just be like, take a little less than the best contract in football and help your team maybe improve just a little more. Like, it's just as much of an FU to the Cowboys for him to be like, I want to be the best, highest-paid player player in the league, which clearly he isn't the best player in the league.
0: Clearly he doesn't want to be the highest-paid player in the league. He has other – um, reasons to wanting a longer contract because the the contract most recently offered would have made him the highest paid player. So he obviously wants something different than the highest paid player title. I mean, he's not,
1: from what the reports say, he doesn't want any more than like five years or whatever. He wants, he cl- I mean, he wants the money. I, I'm i not saying the money's the biggest draw. I don't know. What I'm, yeah, my my biggest point is that I think that the Cowboys could get by without him just as well as they would with him, almost, and that they could improve their team in other areas.
0: I think Dak's their guy. No, I agree. Dak Dak. is their
1: guy. Like, you know what I mean? Like, the league would be better off if Dak's their quarterback. I just think, like, they're going to get it done.
0: I guess we'll see what kind of happens with Dak. I think today was supposed to be the day that he's supposedly going to sign the franchise tag. I guess we'll come out and see. Yeah. Maybe it, just rather soon. I don't but know. If yeah,
1: I a think day to it. that date is July fifteenth for them to get the long term extension done. So long term. So for any time yeah, before exactly. that. Is, be so contract. I mean, if he signed the tag today, they're still, yeah. you know, negotiating just like Derrick Henry situation and and everything like that. So yeah, we'll see what happens with that. I mean, I'd like to see Deck stay, but I also think it would be pretty exciting to discuss the potential of the Cowboys without Dak. and you know, then it would be discussing more like could they go get a guy like Jamal Adams, which is to me was pretty interesting.
0: Well, if you want to talk about Jamal Adams, speaking of which, he wants a trade. He does. He's asking out. That's another piece of our quick news for today. He wants out, and apparently the word on the street is that he wants the Dallas Cowboys. Hometown team. Um,
1: there's other teams uh, that he's mentioned as well. Um, and The original list was seven teams including the Cowboys, Chiefs, Ravens, 49ers, Seahawks, Eagles, Texans, and then most recently there were rumors about the Tampa Bay Bucs. Who doesn't want to go to the Bucks, man? Yeah, at this point. That's where the legends at yeah. right now. And apparently the claims were that because Todd Bowles was the head coach in, in New York while uh, Adams was there, and now he's the defensive coordinator for the Bucks, Jamal Adams was saying he would love to work with him again. but. You'd have to imagine Tom Brady, etc. That's a pretty big pull. Exactly. Yeah. There's there's a lot of reasons why you'd want to play for the Bucks. Got Brady and Gronk
0: back at it together.
1: Yep. I mean, yeah. All all these teams on these lists, they they're they're gonna compete. So wherever it goes, be pretty fun. Yeah. Oh, all of these, honestly, they're they're pretty exciting. Yeah. Any
0: uh, favorites for you, Jake? On location, I would like to see Jamal Adams. I don't know. Maybe the Ravens. I always, I kind of, I just like the Ravens. I got this. Oh, I like the Ravens. I too. got this, uh, this special man crush on the Ravens ever since Lamar kind of broke out. Earl
1: Thomas and Jamal Adams both. both yeah, back I mean, there. It's,
0: I my crush is more on the offensive side, obviously. Sure. Um, but I mean, if anything helps to make the, the whole team as a whole unit win. Yeah, oh, and that's All kind of running. how the I, way I'll I look. I'll tell you things. what. I'll tell you what. I do not want to see him go to the Chiefs. Oh, that's what I was going to say. Okay. Well, I, I do not want to see him go to the Chiefs.
1: No way. I don't no like,
0: way. like,
1: maybe I don't, maybe it's not that I, do, like, I want him to just go to the Chiefs. It's more of just like, I think that would be a really, really good fit. Like, oh,
0: good fit. Maybe him but or Tyron Matthew, just like to, personally, I don't want to see the Chiefs get any better.
1: I mean, oh, yeah, man. that would like complete them almost.
0: I, that would destroy me.
1: Yeah. I, I don't, I
0: definitely don't root for the Chiefs. I don't want to hear that, that talk from all the folks. Yeah. There's a lot, a lot of folks around, them folks. around
1: our parts nowadays that are, uh, the fake Chiefs fans. All I'm well. saying
0: is go find your own team. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. All um, I'm saying is go I'm with find you. your
0: own team. I don't want to see the Chiefs be any more co- – as much as a good fit it might be. You're right. It probably would be a good the fit. The Chiefs are You're one right. of those teams
1: that, like, I like I like a lot of the players
0: individually, yeah. but it's just when it comes together, it's just like I don't want them to win. If I had a chance to, be, to meet Patrick Mahomes, I think I'm going to take it. But besides that, I'm – I don't know. I, no, I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't say I've fallen in love with the players individually, but oh no, no, I'm not saying that. You know, I
1: just like like Mahomes is really exciting. He's fun to watch. They're very
0: fun to watch. I'll give you that. And they're very fun to watch. Exactly. I just don't want to see him get any better. Really. That's I'm all with I you about. there. All right. Well, so we have covered a little bit about the NFL. My favorite quick news of the day so far. I don't know about everybody out there. Um, how, how big of a fan they are of wrestling, or professional wrestling at that but the hot topic news from the WWE is that the undertaker has hinted at retirement and I quote, he has no desire to return to the ring right now. Dom, how do you feel about the undertaker not coming back to the ring? Um, I don't have a ton to say about the
1: undertaker and his uh, potential retirement, but the way that uh, it seems to happen in, in fighting uh, and, and wrestling more so than, than the rest of fighting, like real fighting, like MMA, uh, you know, McGregor, he already retired and, then came back and now retired again. I'm just thinking, like, he's is The Undertaker gonna come? Like, is this, you know what I mean? Like, is he just flirting retirement for publicity's sake? And then in a, a year's time, he'll be like, I'm back. He'll post this really cool video on
0: Instagram, and everyone's like, wait a second, The Undertaker's back. I think he's he gonna, I think like, he's done. I don't know, but I think he's done, man. I think I think there's a new generation of WWE fighters out there. <laughs> Seriously, I I think you know the Undertaker guys, like The Rock, uh, Stone Cold, Steve Austin. Those guys are their t- their time is done. They're past. But I mean, they're still legends. Don't get me wrong. Sure. Oh, Yeah. I mean, you know. But I think I think WWE has just kind of uh, shifted away from those legendary names that we hear. I don't know who's next, or I don't know either. No, I don't know who those he's. For, future potential uh, Uh, rising star. But I do see your point.
1: I don't know how old he is, but he's got to be. I mean, he's got to be like in his 40. I don't know. A little mid show research here. We're going to figure out how old, uh, how old the undertaker actually is. Uh, Not that it is super important to this conversation. He's 55. What what was your guess? I said forties, but I didn't,
0: I don't know. Yeah, I mean he—he's done. He's done. He, yeah, he's done. I was listening to uh, the Undertaker came on to the show, Pat McAfee show. You know Pat McAfee? Yeah, yeah. I know. I love that. Um, he came on and had a little interview with Pat McAfee, and he was talking about their age of uh, wrestling way back when, when they were you know in their prime and stuff. Him and the other guys, and how there is just a new wave of guys coming through, and how he just has. No interest really in coming back because just the way that wrestling's done is different. When the Undertaker and the other guys were there, it was more of a entertaining show. Yeah, oh yeah. Um, and it was oh, just, yeah. it was just like a, a like a cool. There was just a cool vibe to you know how things played out. And then now I think the the skill and the craft of the actual wrestlers is just different. I don't know what it means like by different. I don't know what it looks like, um, but that's just kind of like the vibe I get from the WWE. You know, when we started this podcast, I didn't think that we'd be talking about the WWE. Yeah, you know, I mean. But hey, what happens in the quick news just happens. I mean, we. Ab- exactly. What do you want me to do? Undertaker's about to retire. That's definitely it's, noteworthy. It's news and it's quick. and It's noteworthy. Here we are. Um, I think, Dom, you had something about the uh, our friend at the Wizards.
1: Yeah, so Davis Bertans. Uh, or Bertans. Sitting out the restart. Um, it's, I guess that's the first player so far that we've heard, like, has, is officially sitting out. Is he officially sitting out? Yeah, it's it's, a, it's official, so I don't – you know, I'm, I'm really the, the biggest thing to talk about, I guess, is just more of – That's going to impact the Wizards' return? The, the Wizards' return, and I was thinking just, like, in general, like, other players may be more likely to, to sit out because he's the first one. You know what I mean? Like, it might push the other guys who were close to sitting out be like, yeah, okay, like, I might sit out too. You know
0: what I mean? The more players that sit out, the more likely that other guys consider. I think it could them be low. rough for the Wizards. I mean, they already have a lot to accomplish if they want to attempt the playoffs.
1: They're they're one of those those teams that are they're right there on the bubble. They're a
0: bubble team, but they got they got a lot to do. They got a lot of winning to do.
1: Yep, and Bertans was their second highest scorer this year, and actually is one of the top ten in uh, three point percentage in the NBA this league and this year. So. It's pretty impressive. and
0: Definitely going to hurt them.
1: Yeah, it definitely won't help them, that's for sure. Yeah. That, nope. Beetle needs uh, all the help he can get. And, you know, hearing that their second highest score is going to be out for their restart doesn't give them a
0: great shot. But we'll see. Any bit more quick news? I think that's, that's the four that I got. Yeah, that just about covers it. All right. So let's get into, like Dom likes to say, the meat and potatoes of our from our podcast <laughs> it was said, so with it being Father's day the other day uh we thought it'd be kind of a cool idea to go through and list maybe around our, our favorite top five father son duos uh now mind you, this doesn't necessarily a, a list of the best yeah, it's not no particular, no particular order. order of the best, but just just guys that we like guys that we think have been kind of fun to watch as a father son duo in all of sports really just uh yep. covers a, a a few different sports um and it's just kind of a cool way to look at how Father's Day has impacted the sports and uh, our lives. So, Dom, who do you have at number one? Um, order, but just Yeah, just the, first. The, the
1: first The first one I wanted to talk about were the Currys. Um, I guess there's three of them, really, but I wanted to focus more on Dell and and Steph. And then there's, there's Seth. Seth, too. What's wrong with Seth? Hey, Seth, you know he's made a, He's made an impact the last couple of years. We'll just start with Seth. He's made an impact in, on the league the last couple of years. High three-point percentage shooter. Good shooter. Yeah, yeah. He's figured it out. He's a role player. Like, coming off the bench, just
0: playing hard. Do you think that he just got, like, the leftover talent of that family?
1: It's weird, though, because he was, like, he, was he played for Duke. And, like, he yeah. was supposed to be really good. And Steph was, you know, making splashes in the tournament and whatever. And Davidson? You know, yeah, like that. It, it, it was more of a – like, if you asked me before they were – before Steph and Seth were in the league, who was going to be better, I, I mean, I guess most people would have said Seth.
0: Maybe Steph just worked that much harder. That's I, I don't know what to say. Yeah, I good guess. props for you, Steph. Yes, props good good to, to you. you. I know he's out there listening to this, so props to you, Steph.
1: But, yeah, I mean, going into the duo, Dell played 16 years in the NBA, which is a really long, successful career. Uh, one of Charlotte's all-time leading scorers and – uh Steph, of course, I mean, the way I see it, he just, like, he's one of the more influential players in NBA history, really. Um, I mean, if you talk about, like, you know, shooting a, tra- uh, you know, rolled up piece of paper in a trash can and saying Kobe, like, I'm not saying kids are going to say Steph, but he's changed the way that the game's played and the aspect that, like, I mean, he has the most threes made in a season. He's probably the best shooter of all time. I, I don't really know if that's much of an argument anymore, to be honest with you. He, if he's not one, he's probably two or, or three, and
0: you know definitely made a name for himself. That's for yeah, sure. Yeah,
1: absolutely, and I just think you know.
0: I think paired with Dell, that's a very good. Uh, yeah, exactly. Very I like good to favorite see, to have.
1: It's the, what these father son duos. It's it's hard because there's not a lot of father son duos that were like, you know, father was amazing, son was amazing. It's more of just like like it's cool to see that Dell like even if he wasn't crazy good, like he was good for Charlotte. You know, he's played 16 years, which is a long, successful career. Even if it wasn't as flashy as, like, Steph, it still shows. Still a good, solid career. Yeah, stuff. absolutely. I and mean, keep
0: Seth in there, too. I mean, it just yeah, adds to the uh, – how many guys
1: – yeah, how many guys played 16 years in the league and how many guys even been in the league? Talk about, like, Seth or Dell. Good Del. for
0: Dell, producing two kids out in the NBA right now. Absolutely. Uh, my number one is Cecil and Prince Fielder. Man, I loved watching Prince Fielder play. Yeah. I really did. When I was younger, I went to the home run derby in Busch Stadium.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, nine. Prince won. Yeah.
0: Prince won. I, I, I remember. Yeah, he won. And it was it was so cool just to see him hit bombs. Man, I remember watching him play. Remember when he would, like, make a catch in foul territory, run over, eat some nachos, throw oh. the ball back in, just keep playing? A, he was I a fun fielder, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. His celebrations with Ricky Weeks. Remember, remember,
1: remember that? Do you remember he, like, broke his leg or something? Like, he had a walk-off home run, and he was running around the bases, and – like, jumped into home plate, and, like, apparently the way he landed or something, he, like, like hurt his ankle. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that's just funny. That's Prince Fielder.
0: That's Prince Fielder. And they each hit – here's a crazy fact. They each hit 319 home runs in their career. That is really weird. That is – yeah, I love that. So, Prince, his uh, record best for home runs in a season was 50 in 2007. Mm. And Cecil in 1991 hit 51. So I think both two prospective good home run hittings home run hitters for for their time. I just it was it was a great uh, great watching Prince Prince play. Yeah, I mean
1: first. especially in St. Louis, you know, well, we got to see him play a lot. Yeah, we did get to see him play a lot when he was with Milwaukee and stuff. And I mean his career wasn't long after that, you know, but. He had some good years. Fortunately, he had that injury. Yeah, the, the neck, the neck issues. Yeah, really weird how it all happened. I remember, but for
0: the short time that he he was good, he was really good, man. Oh, he was
1: really good. He was really super good. fun to watch. Really was. Honest baseballs. All right, who's your number two? Uh, the Griffys. Probably oh, my. Yeah, I don't know. It's probably my favorite out of this group to talk about. Um, but it it's something. Yeah, everyone knows the kid, of course. Uh, Junior. Hall of Famer, 630 home runs. That's sixth all time. Played 22 seasons. Uh, I, I don't know what else I could say. Ten gold gloves. Five arguably, five tools.
0: Arguably the best player of all time. I mean, he, he some people arguably, arguably best player of all time yeah. in baseball. Five tools, you yeah. know, he, he could do everything. As LeBron James says, he made baseball cool. He did make baseball cool. And he did.
1: He's like the Tiger Woods of baseball,
0: the way I see like, it. Like, yeah, and, he made it cool. Yeah, like people watch golf and they're like, oh, Tiger Woods. He did you hear the – uh, so last night they had a documentary on about Junior. Uh, did you hear what he had to say about the Yankees? No. So Ken Griffey hates the Yankees. <laughs> okay. And here's why. So when he was playing – sorry, when he was a kid with his dad in Seattle in uh, Yankee Stadium, I guess some guy came down and said, hey, George doesn't like kids in the dugout. You know George Steinbrenner? Okay. He doesn't like kids in the dugout. And his dad's like, hey, man, it's, it's my son. He's like, hey, he's got to go. And Griffey Jr. is leaving or whatever, and his dad says, hey, take a look over at third base. And third base is one of the Yankees players' sons taking ground balls. Like how much of an FU is that to you if, if you're like his son yeah, and there's another player on another team, his, and they don't want kids just in the facility, and he's taking ground balls over there. And then there's a video that comes out of uh, – he's signing autographs or whatever junior is. And someone's like, Hey man, come play for the Yankees. And junior's like, no, he's like, (laughs) he's like, why would you come play for the Yankees? Come on. You would love it. He goes, you obviously don't know me. And then he goes, he goes on to say if the Yankees were the only team to offer me a contract, I'd retire. I love that. I do love that. That's
1: yeah. That's the, you know, I I love the, the, the unity behind just a lot of baseball fans, and and in general, just hating the Yankees, you know, and that's a beautiful thing. It is. Um. Yeah. So we know all about Junior, but uh, yesterday I was looking at uh, seniors, like his stats on Baseball Reference, and and just you know looking into him more, because really I I didn't know a ton, but uh, he played nineteen seasons. 296, batting average, won two World Series titles, Big Red Machine. Um, And then, you know, at at the end of his career, played with his son for two years, and they hit back-to-back home runs or whatever. I think everyone's heard about
0: that. Forever great moment.
1: Yeah, that's pretty sweet. Um, But, yeah, I I think that it's – also, I I think there's something to, like, with Dell and Steph, like, they were both, like, you know, shooter type of guys. Griffey Sr. was, like, you know, not really a home run hitter, average – Left-handed bat, but like he more Ichiro, like slap hitter type of guy. But then Ken Griffey Jr., you know, like just comes out here and just one of the best home run hitters all the time. Steal bases, he can field absolute nukes. You know, I just that just shows the like the the generation, like the changing of baseball. You know what I mean?
0: Absolutely, within
1: the same family too, which I think is
0: cool. My number two, I had Barry and Bobby Bonds. We all know about Barry Bonds. How much of a great player he was throughout his career. Um, absolutely phenomenal hitter. Maybe the best hitter of all time, in my opinion. Definitely deserves to be in the hall. Don't understand um, the stigma around him. I guess I do understand. You can't not understand it. But <laughs> I just think even without the, per se, steroids, he, uh one of the best hitters of all time. Sure, yeah. Um, Got it in then his, his dad, Bobby, also – I mean, I don't think people – I think it was kind of the same way with Griffey for me. Yeah. Um, Maybe not quite the same as a, as a, as a stud playing 16 seasons. Um, but he did have three all-star game appearances, and he did still win three gold gloves. He played 14 seasons.
1: That's, yeah, that's still
0: That's still a long, successful career. Absolutely. And he played four, his 14 seasons with San Francisco. So, I think um, it definitely made an impact on Barry when he became a free agent. One of yeah, absolutely, yeah. Do you remember when Barry Bonds hit the uh, – all time home run record home run, like the the
1: the like all the, time the all time number, like not season number, right? Like the like the all time number yeah, yeah, past yeah.
0: Hank. Uh huh. You remember that? I do. I remember, I remember watching, watching the video live. of Hank
1: Aaron and on the on the big screen and
0: yeah. No, I remember watching it live in San Francisco. Just people were just viciously fighting over that ball. I don't oh, it, but like it was a nuke, and he knew it too. It was just yeah, it was unbelievable.
1: Uh, that's yeah, that's most of
0: Barry's home runs, I guess. Just absolute stud. Yeah, absolute stud. But that's another topic for another day. Whether or not he deserves to be in the Hall. <laughs> so number three for me, my third is Archie and Peyton Manning. Classic. Uh, and I won't forget Eli either. I mean, yeah, I was gonna I say that's. This is more of a
1: family. <laughs> this is a family. Yeah. Uh, family football. And hey, there might be more.
0: You know, there might be more Mannings. There might. It's unfortunate for the uh, the third Manning brother, whom I don't even know the name of. It's Cooper. Cooper? Uh, I will, I will shout is? out
1: Cooper, yeah. His name is Cooper. Cooper. His son, Arch, is apparently a quarterback prospect and is supposedly a better quarterback uh, prospect than both Peyton and Cooper,
0: he- I'm sorry that your name goes forgotten sometimes. Yeah. Yes. But anyway, we all know how good Peyton Manning was. Five times MVP, two Super Bowl rings, Yep. maybe the greatest quarterback of all time. Arguably, I think Archie was like a solid, he had like a solid career, but I think what he did more was like pave the way for Peyton and Eli, mm-hmm. you know, it wasn't necessarily like father was great, son was great. It was more like father played, sons were great. Kind of like Griffey's, the way I think about it, but sons were great. Maybe yeah. not to the
1: greatest extent, but yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, cause Eli still has two Super Bowl. Yeah, of course. Great. Yeah. Eli's yeah. Great player. He, now, he could potentially go to the Hall of Famer. I was going
1: to say, borderline Hall of Famer. That's a discussion right there, people. It really is.
0: Yeah. He's played long enough that, like, his he stats. Them, oh, yeah, the numbers are all there, but it's yeah, just but more it's just, of, like, what you believe. It's like, is it. Never once did I think that Eli was like, he's going to the Hall Yeah,
1: well, because he was never even, like, people always say this, like, was he ever a top five quarterback in the league in a given year? Probably not. But, like. But yeah, he's played long enough that he's acquired enough stats to, like. Some people would also say, like like that type of thing like he's right. playing in a passing era. So that's true. so that's why those numbers are higher. Like if he played 20 years ago even for the Giants, I mean, you know, keep most of the Well, right. If you think so, about it, a lot
0: of the modern day quarterbacks, <laughs> that you and I know, those guys great, are in those numbers. Amazing stats. Just like if you look at the
1: yeah. if you look at the top like 25 touchdowns passing, passing yards, they they're like that. They're guys that we know more more so than guys from 30, 40 years ago. Right. That's another one. Don, who's
0: your number third? Number 3.
1: Uh, the Alomars. Uh, it all started with Sandy Alomar Senior. Played fifteen seasons. Apparently he played every position on the field. Super utility man. Love to see that. And apparently I read that his best offensive season was two sixty batting average. Wow, that's it? One time all star, yeah. So not the greatest hitter, but he still played fifteen seasons, which I think there's something to that. Super utility, that's you know what I mean. Definitely a plus. If you're good enough in the field how many seasons you say? Fifteen. If you're so if you're that bad at hitting to where your best season's two sixty you must be really good at fielding, have or have some type of.
0: He must you know, be like, just great guy off the bench to just plug in. Exactly,
1: exactly. So he was he was useful in that aspect, and then Sandy Junior played twenty years, six time All Star, great defender, a catcher. I like to hear that, uh, and then the one that I think most people probably know the most is Roberto Alomar. There it is. 14 seasons, 12 all-star appearances, 10 was gold gloves. Dude was a stud. Which is the most gold gloves at second base. He has the most silver sluggers at second base all time. Four of those. Hall of Famer, switch hitter, beast.
0: A stud. Roberto. Where are they from? Dominican? I think so. Puerto Rico? One of them. Well, those guys I don't there. know, actually.
1: I I, I uh it, I did not uh gather that information.
0: That's right. Roberto is still a stud. Thanks, oh yeah, thanks to Sandy. Yes, Dad. Um, around four. My number four is Dale Earnhardt Senior and Dale Earnhardt Junior. Shout out to my NASCAR fans out there. Daniel Dale Earnhardt Senior. He has a record tying seven NASCAR championships. He's fourth all time in wins with 76. It's a lot. He won the Daytona 500 in 1998. Um, and then, unfortunately, the Daytona 500 has a special place in all our hearts because of Dale Earnhardt Sr. Um, in the final lap of that race in 2001, he crashed and uh, passed away. So that's a little bit of sad news of, uh, of, of sports history. Um, Dale Earnhardt Sr., great race car driver, uh, unfortunately passed away in a, in a, in a crash crash. Um. However, Dale Earnhardt Jr. did get to race with him in 2000. Um, one of the second ever to uh, to have that honor to to race with your father. Um, and Dale Earnhardt Jr., as we know, he won the Daytona 500 in 2004. Exactly six years after his dad's first win, three years after his dad passed away. That's crazy. Isn't that nuts? Yeah. How fast all that happens?
1: You know, like you're you're, you're coming up and your dad's winning stuff, and then you're racing with him and then he dies and then three Snap. years later after that you win it's just like that would be an emotional day yeah I can't that's even a imagine.
0: lot i can't even imagine anyway that's my bit of nascar news for the day don what about you who do you have for four
1: love that um my next one is the the hills who calvin the hills? hill and grant hill I grant think. hill grant Hill's the one that more people would probably
0: i don't know who calvin is
1: so yeah calvin hill was a football player he went to yale oh football yeah very interesting. Grant was not football. No, Grant was not a football player. A little different. Uh, but Calvin Hill was a four-time pro bowler, and he was the first cowboy to rush for 1,000 yards in a season in 1973, I think it was. And then, yeah, the 1970s, though. Uh, first cowboy to rush for 1,000 yards, kind of a cool stat. Um, and Grant Hill was more someone that uh, people of our generation especially would, would know. Um, but he won two national titles with Duke in '91 and '92. So at that point, he's already he's already great, already a legend. You know what I mean? And then he legend. goes to the NBA, plays 18 seasons. He's a seven-time seven-time All Star. He made four second uh, All NBA teams and one first team.
0: That's a good career. Yeah, yeah, it's a great career. College and NBA. Not everybody has yeah, that. Exactly, that's true. You know, a lot of I mean, guys goes Seth Curry. They kill it. Well, yeah, but some guys, you know, like Christian Leitner, they kill it in college. Sure, it doesn't translate to the NBA the same way.
1: Yeah, exactly. So that that's impressive. You know, he shows he was a good player.
0: Right. Uh, my next and final one. Um, shout out to the St. Louis fans out there, Bobby and Brett Hall. Mm. We know a lot about Brett Hall um, as of recently, especially since last summer. He was kind of leading our charge. You know, one of the main cheerleaders in the St. Louis Blues Stanley Cup run.
1: Absolutely. Uh, plenty of fun, drunk episodes, uh,
0: quotes, you, kn- you know. I, follow, all, I mean, we know it. We went blues. We went blues, yep. Um. You know, I mean, what a guy. So, Bobby, he was uh, the golden jet. He was a good scorer. He uh, finished his career with 610 goals, 1,170 points. Um. He won two MVPs, and he played for St. Louis's rival, the Chicago Blackhawks. Yeah, Hull. wow. What a – how weird is that? You play for the Blackhawks, yeah. and your son plays for the rival team. Yeah, I wonder how that all works out. Uh, it had to be a, a weird uh, family Thanksgiving. That's what I'm. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> so Bobby had a good career, and then Brett, as we know, um, third all time in goals scored with 741 goals. Um, played for the uh, your St. Louis Blues, um, and then here's something interesting: that he had a little bit of a stretch from 1989 to 1992. Every one of those seasons, he scored over 70 goals. That's crazy. That's a lot of goals.
1: That's consistency right there, year to year, you know? Just, you dominating. Guys, Just yeah. dominating
0: the league. Yep. So that's that's rounds out my five, my favorite father-son duos. Love it. My last one is
1: Felipe and Moises Alou, which is a, a little different uh, one. Not as popular as some of these other family names. Um, but I, I thought this was kind of cool. Felipe uh, debuted in 1958. He was a, the first Dominican-born, like, regular player in the MLB. Uh, he was a three-time All-Star. He led the National League in hits twice. Career 286 hitter. Yeah, that's a good career. Yeah, it sounds – yeah, another 286. one.
0: 286.
1: That's good. That's a great average for your – for whole especially for 17 seasons. So, that's a lot of seasons. Yeah, it is. I mean – you know, um, Moises also played seventeen seasons, but his career batting average was 303 with two thousand one hundred hits. And he was he played in mon- most of his career in Montreal under his dad as a manager, which I thought was pretty cool. Play for your dad? Yeah, ex- I mean that's, that's yeah.
0: Not a lot of guys uh,
1: that that are like that. So that's that's a pretty cool one. And there's not a lot else to say. But Didn't Kyle
0: Ripken get to play for his dad?
1: Yeah, there the Ripken family is another one.
0: You could have mentioned them. Yeah,
1: could have. Well, honorable mention, Ripkins.
0: Cal Ripkins. Yep. That's, that'd be fun to play for your dad. Yeah. Especially I mean, play yeah, for absolutely. your dad after your dad had a successful season or a successful career. Yeah. I mean – Like some of these names on here, their dad dads are uh, are just kind of paving the way for the younger generation who then just blow up and have amazing careers just because they had that, that helping hand, um, you know, the whole way through. But to have your dad be so successful and the son be so successful too, that's just kind of a, a very unique – it is son bonding duo, you know, super rare.
1: I could imagine that there's a little added pressure to that. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like imagine, up. imagine being Griffey Jr. And you're playing like, you're not only a highly titled prospect, etc. Like you're coming up and you're expected to do well, just like in general, but also your dad bats right in front of you in the lineup. And he's saying, Hey man, I'm going to get on base. You better drive me in. And if you strike out and he's on second base, he's going to be like, son,
0: where, where, what were you doing? It's gonna be a tough car ride home. You know what I mean? Like,
1: <laughs> it's he doesn't only have to just impress the fans and the the rest of the team. He's he's also just gotta live up right. to his dad's expectations.
0: Right. And even regardless of if where he bats in lineup, like where where he ends his sure. career, for somebody like Moises too. I mean. Oh, I mean the manager. That's that's, that's probably even bigger, yeah. Now that's gotta be weird if you yeah. think about it reverse. Yeah. Managing your son. Yeah. You that's got to be, be weird. You can't play favorites. Exactly. You thank don't wanna... God. Thank God Moises was a good ball player. Yeah, that's true. If he wasn't, Felipe was going to hear about it. Maybe that's why he was a good ball player, though, you know? The the, the push from his dad
1: as a manager. Very true. You know, it, it could have been something to that. Very true. Um. So, just rounding out those those father son duos uh, and the, the, or the family packages or whatever you want to call them. Um, those it's really fun to talk about nothing crazy, you know, um, because there's not a lot of sports going on right now, as we know with uh, COVID action, but it's, it's always fun to, to look at stuff like this. Uh, Cause like Jake said, it is pretty rare um, for guys like this to, you know, have sons and, have successful careers after. very unique for sure, yeah,
0: very special let's talk a little bit about uh father son duos in the future, like potential father son duos. What do you think?
1: Um, yeah, I think there's a a lot of ways we could go about this uh you know, if you're talking about future, there's guys like
0: Tatis who his dad played his dad. Played, he's electric though. I love watching him play. Yeah, Tatis Jr. is a stud for the Padres. Tatis Sr.
1: was uh, the he hit two grand slams in <laughs> <and> one <laughs> inning for so the Cardinals. Cardinals.
0: Can you believe that? Can you imagine two grand slams in one inning? I mean, that's yeah, that was a hell of an inning.
1: Yeah, no, yeah, no shit. That's pretty. Uh,
0: he had eight, eight RBIs in one inning. One
1: that's, inning, yeah, that is one game, one inning. Yeah, one game, eight RBIs is like, yeah,
0: big time, but one know. inning, yeah, that's crazy. Now think about what Tatis Jr. is going to do. If his dad could do eight RBIs in one inning, sky's the limits for Tatis Jr. What did you say earlier about – we were talking before the show about Skip Schumacher. Oh, Skip Schumacher says that Fernando Tatis Jr. is a top-ten player in the MLB right now. That's just crazy. It's like – Skip, I love you. I love you dearly, but that's a little bit of a stretch in my mind. Not saying it can't happen. No, yeah, I just like but that's a stretch. Right now, top ten, I can name ten better players.
1: Well, sure. I think that the way that I look at that, when like a coach or or something like that says something like that about a player, like the way I see it, like I don't know if he really means what he's saying. I just think that what he's trying to say is that just like this guy, like talent wise, is the real deal. Yeah, like I think that's what he's saying. Like he has every tool that a major league baseball player may need to do, to be successful at every single thing that he will do on a baseball field. He, Man, if he didn't get running, fielding, hitting, like it's, it's all there. And like, there's not like, if you want to talk about five tool players, he probably falls into that top, like top
0: 10. You know what I mean? Like there's, it's not now it's happening. That's what I'm saying. It's it's happening. It's like,
1: even if skip is reaching it now, like in a year's time, Oh yeah. Definitely very possible. We might be sitting here a year or two saying he's a top five player in the week. Like it, it's very possible.
0: Man, if, if he didn't get hurt last year, dude, it, that would have been fun to watch. He could have been, could have been rookie and, of the year. Him and
1: Pete for rookie of the year. Would and have been Pete, fun that was,
0: watch. I was nervous for a while, you know, watching Tatis hit home run after home run after home run. I was thinking, man, and like Pete's doing well, leading the league and home runs right now, breaking rookie records. But like Tatis is a strong case. Yeah, Flashing the glove to short stuff. Yes. And and the couple of times
1: where he was just like you know swiping bags like he's jackie robinson like just
0: yeah the way like his, they're not they're his not looking move his swim move slides yeah not saying like you can put you can't put a, a statistic to a swim move absolutely slide, man. but watching that guy play is electric yeah it's it is it's it's sweet he's I mean, gonna be more. good so him him and uh his his dad will be a definitely a, a successful duo in the ml yeah like if we have a conversation like we had, you it's know, happening. Tune 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 in Father's Day episode uh, 2022, 2021. Uh-huh. They'll, they'll be there. They'll be there. Um, I also like, in my opinion, this is one of my personal favorite uh, just father-son duos that's going to happen. Um, Ronnie James. <laughs> <laughs> this one is more of, like... This I, one's definitely more of a, not necessarily, like, a, a huge reach because, like... No, yeah, I don't less, think it is. Maybe just less realistic. No, but it's no, it's no, no, no. I, I it's think it's happen. Happen. yeah. I was gonna say. I just don't think it's on the top of everybody's mind. Yeah, because well, it's it's. He's not even in college yet, so like no, he just finished his freshman year of high school. That's what I'm saying. So like he turned 16 in October. He's not even he can't even drive a car
1: yet. It's uber like future, you know. It's it's yeah. like when we talk about future father son duos, like that's the
0: definition of yeah. it. Like Tatis is one of those like like Skip said, like it's in the making. It's he's having, good, but like, Ronnie is like like really is gonna be future. Yeah. Like, but that, I mean, realistically, chance, you're you, about, think, you think that Bronny and, and uh, LeBron are going to play together? I mean, you said he just
1: ended his first year in high he's school, turning, is that
0: right? He's turning 16 in October. He just finished his freshman year at Sierra Canyon.
1: So he's got three, I mean.
0: So LeBron's 35.
1: So realistically, like he could be in the NBA after four, NBA's, like, four NBA seasons pass. Yes. Then he could be a rookie. Yes. A fifth from now.
0: Yes. You think LeBron's still playing?
1: That's like yeah. I would say yes. I would put my money on yes.
0: I think, I think He'll LeBron. Right I know LeBron wants to stick around to to watch him come into the league, and play either against him or with him. Or, you know, maybe if the team LeBron's on drafts him at that point. Whatever, yeah. yeah. I, I know that LeBron wants to play with him. Man. That would I be, mean,
1: you would think LeBron just in general wants to play as much as he can. And right now he's still one of the best players in the league. Like, he might win MVP. Like,
0: yeah, very well could win so, MVP at age 35.
1: Exactly. So he could easily play four more seasons. I would or hope five, so. Six. I would hope
0: so. He's just got to stay healthy. I, yeah. I would hope so. But I would, I would love to see Bronny playing the NBA with his father. Um, regardless of if he plays with him or not, Still, one of the best father son duos that's going to ever live. As soon as I going to say, as soon as Bronny touches the NBA, because of how good yeah. LeBron is, it's going to be one of the best of all time. Yeah, It's like Ken Griffey. If Ken Griffey Sr. was trash but still played off season and Ken Griffey was in the league, one of the best duos of all time. Yeah. Just simply off the fact that he yeah. was that good. Yeah. Same way with LeBron James. LeBron was that good that as soon as Bronny touches the NBA, yeah. it's happening. I mean, it mean, probably will. You know what I mean? Yeah, he like, Talking so about chances. He, he's got to get it drafted just off the name, even if he's trash. He's not trash. He's yeah, good. I mean, but
1: like, there's already, like, talks
0: about Duke and stuff. And oh, like, my God. Have you seen him play? He's, a, he's unreal. Dude, yeah. No, it's going to happen. Unreal. And then there's Zaire Wade, who's uh, Dwayne Wade's kid, mm-hmm. too. Yeah. Very well could just be, like, the same situation. Sure, yeah. I mean, that's that's Except, except Dwayne's obviously not going to be playing with Zaire, but yeah. very well could be a good father-son duo. I mean, he's going to play, too. And then there's Sharif O'Neal, who's hopefully going to touch the NBA one day.
1: Yeah, that's that's a whole nother like, good story, you know, because he Very just had heart surgery. heart surgery and all yeah. that, like, Coming stuff. Coming back from
0: that, working back towards it. Yeah, apparently he's yeah. he's fully healthy now and, like, good. he's he's full, like, he's playing. I hope that he can, like, get his game back on track to the point where he's projected to play in the NBA still.
1: Yeah, I hope so. He transferred, didn't he? He transferred to uh, UCLA LSU. LSU. or LSU. Yeah. I, thought
0: it, I, did he transfer, I thought he transferred to LSU.
1: Yeah, like, yeah, sorry. Yeah. I miss – that's where Shaq went, LSU. Yes, which is just funny, because I don't ever think of them as like basketball. I also forget Ben Simmons went there. Ben Simmons did go there.
0: Yeah, um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't
1: think of LSU basketball very often. But yeah, I mean, it's I think it's
0: You want to talk about? Uh, I have another father-son duo for you. Here's a good one: the Rivers. The Rivers.
1: Doc. Oh, Doc and Austin. Austin. Yeah, that's a yeah. duo. Yeah, that's a that's a. More pressed, like, I wouldn't say one. it's a future one, but it's just, no, another, yeah. it's just another
0: duo that came to my mind. We were talking about all these, uh, father Austin's son. another one of
1: those guys who was a college guy, like, like beast, yeah, it was supposed to be insane, top like 15 pick, yeah, still
0: good, just like a more of a role player, yeah, all right, um, and then the other future, uh, father son duo that we kind of lumped together. As a whole, is the the Toronto Blue Jays like the whole team? Yeah, basically the their team. future. Every single person on that team has a father that played in the MLB. <laughs> no, but more realistically, it's strictly uh, what's his name, Kevin. Kevin. Yep. Kevin Vizio with Craig Vigio, obviously. Of course. We got Vlad and Vlad. hmm And we got Dante Bichette and Bo Bichette. Yep. Bo Bo flows. Bo flows. it's his Instagram
1: handle or something like that. I saw Bo flows. He's got Beau the flows.
0: He's got the he flow. He does have the flow. He's going to
1: be a fun, like, just. He's going to be fun to watch, too. Yeah. He's, he's like, he's to like a good, you know, future of the MLB type of guy we talk about. What do you think about uh, Kevin? I mean, I don't.
0: So it's. Dad funny. was a stud. Let's just start uh, there. Absolutely. Can we, sure. just, can we just get that out of the way? His so dad like, was an In regards fan.
1: to father son duos as a, like, as a whole, great father son duo.
0: Oh, right. Already because but he has think, Kevin, like you said, touched
1: the MLB field.
0: Yeah, well, Craig's just going to carry that duo. Exactly. But but just strictly as Kevin so, playing as
1: himself, it's one I, of those. It's one, yeah, it's one of those weird things because like he's overshadowed or at least was last I, so, year. Still by, by those two that. by Bo and and Vlad.
0: Yeah, well, Kevin was never like the prospect like those. Yeah, two. no, he's
1: not. He wasn't a big prospect really. Yeah, like
0: big enough, and the name, the name right. The, there. Well, the name sticks out. But who's to say he can't break out? And he very well might. Well he was he was solid. Yeah, like, no, last year good. he had a
1: he had like a, a stretch. Like he surprised me. I don't know. I remember when he came up, I was like, Wait, I didn't know this guy was supposed to be this good.
0: Yeah, one hundred percent.
1: I was like I didn't like I just have no idea, you know. Like I said, he was super overshadowed by those other two. But I mean it'll be interesting. That's more of a once to watch for me because like I'm ready to watch that. Kevin could be like uh like someone who could just be like a role player. Or, like, I don't I don't know. He, he has, his I don't range know. of outcomes is so much larger than, like, Bo well, and he also Vlad. Doesn't,
0: he, does, he also doesn't have, like, the huge pressure on him, I guess, especially with he's got Vlad Jr. there. Vlad Jr., that's a – he put on a show in the home run derby, and he's just going to rake.
1: Dude, I kind of forgot about that.
0: MLB, right? Yeah. He put on a show, hit more home runs than anybody else, but sorry to say, still didn't win.
1: Yeah, juice baseball. You know the deal.
0: Still didn't win, my boy. Polar bear out there. Dude, they just – through with, the, with it was club. like the
1: first ball they threw, it was kind of juiced in the home run derby, but they're just every every ball they threw, it just they just were like, Oh, juice, juice that one, juice that one, juice that more, one more, more juice. Yeah. So the closer they got to the finals, it was just like,
0: <laughs> Here you go, <laughs> all the juice. Yeah, it, it was god, they were flying. So that'll be a fun trio of father sons to watch. That's yeah, crazy three Isn't of it. three all of them the same team. on the same team, and they're and all that, rookies in the same year, rookies all in the same year, and they're not just like three. Random guys like these are three dudes. Yeah, like they were the like all, the, all their dads were beasts. Yes,
1: and they're probably all going to be beasts. So I, I think that Dante
0: was the last beast. of yeah. three. Yeah. Of the
1: dads. Well, he's got the he's got he's got numbers. He's a course field. Uh, you know. He he was one of the first guys that that they talk about. Like you know, if you talk about Nolan Arenado now and Trevor Story or whatever, like their numbers being inflated by the the course field atmosphere and just the, the the stadium as a whole. Right. But like that was Don type of shit. Like he was the first guy that oh. everyone was like, you know,
0: I mean, he was really good. Still and then thinking, no, you know, still no Craig and uh, no, uh, yeah. He wasn't as Black. good as,
1: as those guys, but he was great. Still, he was, no. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Absolutely. Great hair. Absolutely. It'll be fun to see which one of those three comes out ahead. Obviously hot take is not hot take. Obviously the take is that it's going to be uh Vlad. Vlad. Jr. Yeah. I mean, um, yeah. But I was expecting a little bit more out of him last year. I'm yeah, gonna dude, lie. I was going to say, he just – Not going to lie, I was really expecting a little bit more out I mean, of him. I mean, the hype was just – He had so much unreal.
1: hype. Unreal. Like, talk about – like, there hasn't been really – like, I remember when Strasburg came up for his debut, and it was like –
0: It might have been, yeah. but the It hype was for, like that. Yes, but know? the hype for Vlad was crazy. Maybe like maybe like Bryce Harper. Yeah, I mean – Bryce Harper's yeah, hype was insane.
1: Well, I'm, yeah, Bar- Harper – like, Harper and Strasburg, like – I don't remember, remember that much team.
0: hype from a guy coming up at all i mean, I mean other I sports you think it like zion schools, but you know yeah i know but not in baseball there's nothing else like that
1: yeah yeah you're right that's so, true i mean because I they guess... they usually just it's like you know it's like zion it's like he just plays like right away it's, there's no minor yeah. leagues there's no yeah when well, is when is it going to happen yeah we were
0: we were like anticipating vlad junior Yeah, it was, like, it was like, like when's yeah. it happening is he coming is he coming is he coming mm-hmm. and you know once he's up he can't go back down i there.
1: mean once and the minute that that guy steps on the field People start saying things like, "Oh, this is the biggest prospect since." That's like fill in the blank. You know, that's what all the the news, sports news. Probably people since are Ken Griffey saying. Jr. Yeah, I mean it's one of. The, I'm gonna oh, say I was gonna say oh, Poole's. It's probably like he's probably the biggest prospect ever.
0: Just was he? the was he most hyped?
1: Like was he, Poole's
0: that hyped of a prospect? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I mean, I just so, like, yeah, it's like, something weird. I It's because, like, it happened
0: when we How do were, I like, not know this.
1: one-year-old.
0: How do I not? But still, I mean, I live in St. Louis. How do I, I not know? I know.
1: I, I actually had a discussion with one of my buddies recently about this, and I was kind of – like, I understood that he was a, a huge prospect. Was he,
0: was he actually that hyped, or was it, like, a St. Louis thing? I
1: mean, like, no, no, he was hyped. He was hyped.
0: Just think about it. If you think about, like – It wasn't like when he was drafted.
1: Was, it was more of just, like, a, this guy's lighting it up in the minors. What's going on? And then a month later, he was up at the next level. And then he was up at the next level. Oh,
0: it was, like, as soon as he was drafted?
1: Yeah, 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 Like, I mean, I don't even think he spent a whole year in the minors. Like, it was, like, like he was – he just went. Jeez. He was a man amongst boys. Well, he is an absolute stud. So, I mean, yeah, he's one of the best players of all
0: time. Really is. Best 10-year stretch of all time.
1: Yeah, you talk about a guy that, like, if he just
0: did what he did it's, twice. It's sad that I don't think – He's at not least... going to get the respect he deserves at all. He
1: doesn't. Today? What do, what do you mean? Just, like, think about it. How often do you hear about Albert Pools now?
0: Oh, like being relevant, like a stud in today's game? Not in,
1: just in general. Like, no one, like, it just feels like he's not getting the recognition he deserves. Like, you think about a guy like... Um, well, he's still playing. But but he's not getting, like, the the treatment that's like, oh, he's on his way out. Like... Uh, you know what are you talking about, Vince Carter, and that. Yeah, stuff. but like,
0: who said he's on his way out? I mean, we all know he is, but he never came out and like he's like he's never like give me the farewell tour because he's gonna get it.
1: It just feels like Pools is is fine with going under the radar now, and he's fine with it. I think that, but I think is a humble league, dude. And yeah, but just, the league
0: like, is still gonna give him that.
1: I just think that he, we'll you were at
0: the return beard. to St. Louis.
1: Oh, I mean, that's different though. That's St. Louis. Like, St. Louis. Like St. Louis, of course. Like
0: so, you're saying you don't think the whole MLB, I'm just saying, the rest like, of the, the nation is, as a whole,
1: the fans of baseball. Major League Baseball, all of it. Like, I just don't know if, like, because, like, in my opinion, like, I mean, you know, just with those ten, like, that's easy – like you said, like the best ten year stretch. Best ten years of all time. One hundred. Like, if he does four or five more years of that, he might just be the best player of all time. That's true. He's and I, I and think, also people don't realize I, this is. Here's what I think I'm trying to say is that in in the, with the Angels, people just like ever since he got to the Angels, there was like a couple years they were like, okay, he was decent. He's an all
0: star in, in L A.
1: Dude, he's been he has been way better than anyone gives me credit for. Like if, yes. you look, if you look at his total numbers, like RBIs, he's probably like top, he's probably close to the top of the league since like the, the day he went to the Angels to now, like in RBIs. And like,
0: well, he, his 10-year stretch was so phenomenal that as soon as he came out of that phenomenal stage of those 10 years of greatness, he plays like a somewhat average season and people are like, oh, he's not that great because it wasn't the 10 years. It's sad, it's sad. But he still had a phenomenal year. He was still an all-star. He still hit thirty-plus home runs multiple times.
1: Yeah, oh yeah, he's a great like. I just still a very valuable. I asset. just think that people don't realize that enough. Yeah.
0: I think I think what's a cool, interesting dynamic is how one of the best players of all time is playing with Albert Pujols and like their dynamic. They get to share stories. Yeah, like, I think
1: there's more to that than people realize too. There is. and it's, Mike Trout it's, learned a lot of things from Albert Pujols.
0: And it's weird because they're in LA, but you don't hear it. Yeah, what do you that? hate that? It's,
1: I've always just that doesn't make sense to me as how I hate
0: that that they're in LA, and
1: it's like silence from yeah why why are the Angels so irrelevant but the they Dodgers
0: the Dodgers like oh the Dodgers oh the Dodgers oh Cody Bellinger oh they got Mookie oh the Dodgers but then but then you have Mike Trout
1: I mean they signed Rendon now so and like you know so they're getting uh,
0: yeah but let's 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 get it in gear I want to hear more I, I just, just want to hear more, hear more. Well, there, I just want to hear more
1: there's a hype train there now. They've had it before, if you think about it. Like remember when they signed Hamilton and then
0: C.J. Wilson? I don't know why it never worked, never worked out. But I would love just to hear more about the L.A. Angels.
1: Yeah, like just I don't, I don't want to jump on
0: some hype train or some bandwagon, but I want to hear more about it. Yeah,
1: like you want to see more like publicity and just marketing from Mike Trout, the Angels, Albert Pools. Like, why don't they have more? Like yesterday and today, like that's where like Albert Pools was was baseball for so long.
0: Yeah,
1: and now they have Mike Trout. Like it's just like they have it, they have it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. They, they, it's there. I don't know. Whatever. I, yeah. Whatever. It's it's I don't know how we got on that tangent, but I mean you I could talk about out pools for days, man. I could do. Great guy. One more father son do I just want to mention real quick. Um is a pitcher catcher dynamic. This would be very interesting. Derek Rodriguez, son of Yvonne Pudge Rodriguez.
1: That's right. Pudge pitches well, as for the pitches
0: for the Giants. Uh, long-haired dude. I was gonna uh, say long hair. That's yeah. I th- I think I don't know how good he's gonna be. I don't know how much he's regarded as a prospect. I think he's I think he's a decent uh, decent guy coming out for up for the Giants. Yeah, sure. I mean they're yeah. But it's like... it's it's not like you can like wait for him to be compared to his dad just because it's a whole different position. No, yeah, and they don't even hit. They don't even. Hit. I mean Derek doesn't even hit. So exactly. Uh, talk about Pudge, though one of the best catches of all time. Exactly.
1: Yeah. I mean that's, that's um. So great.
0: definitely a name out there. Definitely an eye. Eye-opening. I like that one. Keep an eye on for sure.
1: Yeah, that's a that's a keep an eye on. Tatis is more of like the Tatis is happening. It's real. It's it's, it's now.
0: now. Derek is up and coming. Um, The Toronto boys, they're up and coming. It's happening. Crazy to see what uh, Kevin can do under being uh, overshadowed by the other guys. And Bronny, I just can't wait. Love this stuff. Give me five years, and I'll Bronny James going to be MVP rookie year.
1: Yeah. MVP in his rookie year?
0: Yeah, I'm just going gonna, gonna to call it. Maybe if I <laughs> – can I put some money on that? Can I go to Vegas with that?
1: Do you realize how many factors are involved in you saying this? <laughs> so many things. Hey, if I'm right, I'm going to look like
0: an absolute genius. I'll
1: put the money down that Zion Williams wins that
0: MVP. That same year?
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, so all you're saying
0: these. this is the rookie year of Brawny, whatever year that is. Sure. Yes. <laughs> it's going to be the year that Zion wins it? Well, Zion like, Williams? The way I Williams? see it, like – like, if you talk about the guys that are going gonna to
1: win it. compete for MVPs for years to come. All like I have Zion's to say, who
0: do, you think, who, do you, who do you think plays the best one-on-one matchups right now? I bet Bronny plays a better competitor than uh, Zion does right now. What do you mean? What are you saying? I'm saying that when Bronny goes home at night and he plays one-on-one with LeBron, <laughs> no way Zion is playing a better competition one-on-one than yeah. Bronny is right now. Zion's, you know, practicing with his Pelicans
1: teammates, Brandon, Brandon Ingram. Etc. Not LeBron. Oh,
0: I can't wait till Bronny wins that MVP that year. Yeah, that's that's interesting, dude. I mean, I can't. I'm going, I'm going to look like a genius. All right, I'll remember this. All right, I think that's all we have for today. Happy Father's Day again, all the fathers out there. Yes. But uh, catch us, catch us next time. Stay tuned. It'll be a doozy.
1: Follow on, uh, follow on Twitter. Yes, we, we got are, a Twitter we are, up and running. We Twitter.
0: We have a Twitter right now. We have Same. A yeah. Ron Unscripted. Uh, it's, it's unscripted underscore raw. Okay, yeah. Um, the the tag different, different handle, but yeah, yeah. search us up. We're on unscripted. Share it with your friends. We're out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all the major platforms right now. We're there. Search us up. Spread the, spread the word. Share hey, the news. Tell your friends. Stay tuned. We'll see you next time.